0: Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Hey, this is Matt
1: Lesher. This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rob Lester, a.k.a. the opinion
0: from and you are listening to Geek Vibes Live. Here we go <laughs> some dancing to start off the video <laughs> Hello 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 everyone welcome back to another amazing episode of Geek Vibes Live Review. Kelly and I are back. We're doing Unsolved Mysteries and it is finally the UFO episode. Yay! So excited. (laughs) Um, And it's also the first time that we're doing an Unsolved Mysteries episode and it's not depressing as hell.
1: Yeah, that's very true. I'm curious the next six episodes that they're going to release. If it's going to be more crime focused or more supernatural, because the old unsolved mysteries or the you know Godfather of unsolved mysteries had a lot more of that like supernatural, inexplicable kind of thing, um, which kept me up at night with nightmares like this episode that I can't get over. So I'm excited to talk about it.
0: Yes, I just rewatched it last night. The episode is the fifth episode in season 15 on Netflix's version of Unsolved Mysteries, and it's called Berkshire UFO. Before we go any further, Kelly, what's your stance on aliens?
1: <laughs> um, well, actually, I do want to say one thing real quick because we didn't do introductions today but oh, um, there's a <laughs> well I <said> Kelly <laughs> I just wanted to say there is this women supporting women and female empowerment thing going on today that is so amazing and just I wanted to say to anyone watching even if this is two weeks from the day that this is happening remember to connect with the women in your life that are important to you remind them that you love them they're beautiful and they are capable of whatever they set their minds to
0: See this is why Kelly is the best to have on air because she always brings the important things to the forefront while my mind is like <laughs> Well
1: it just made me really happy to see that going on today and it put me in a good mood so I thought I would share.
0: Well, I liked what you had um tagged me in this morning, and I was like, oh, okay, I did my hair at least, well, not did my hair, I washed my hair, which is like an accomplishment for me, so.
1: Like um, once a week, so yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah, exactly, my once a week, but yeah, we didn't do introductions, this, of course, is the lovely Kelly, I'm Tia, and we are talking Berkshire UFO, so I'll go back to the question, Kelly, before we go any further into the episode. I feel like that, you know who I'm talking about, the guy with, like, the crazy hair who's always, like, aliens. Um, yeah. So what's your stance on it? You know, going into this episode, do you already believe?
1: Um, this is something that I actually think about and struggle with because it's hard to imagine that we are the only life in all of these different galaxies and universes and whatever the scientific terms for those are. Um, But then, you know, you always read from like scientists or people who work from NASA how um, what humanity really fears is being alone, that there is no one else out there. But to me, that's, I don't know, it's just hard to believe that there's literally nothing else out there except us it would be really sad if we're like the representation of the whole universe so I'm going to say that I do believe that there's something out there I don't know if you know it's our little green men with little antennas but you know someone make contact and be nice not hostile like (laughs) yeah we don't want to give us superpowers or something I don't know
0: we don't want it to be like in the movie Independence Day, but I do watch a lot of things with Polly where scientists do say that they have found, quote-unquote, life on other planets, but it's literally like bacterial life. So it could be one of those things where we may not be, quote-unquote, alone. But we may be the first ones to have developed and advanced and they just need to have their like evolutionary period. But I just thought that'd be fun to go off on because there are people who are listen, if you would have asked me like years ago, I would have said, We're alone in this universe, like absolutely not. There's uh nothing else out there and you know, blah, blah, blah. But as things go on, it kind of, you know, gets harder and harder to have that stance. So this is interesting going into this episode. So uh, let's just dive right in. It was the night of September 1st, uh, 1969 in Massachusetts. And there are several stories that they touch upon, right? It is uh, this woman, Jane Green. You have Tom, Melanie. I didn't know how to pronounce this other guy's name, Tom, um, because the T-H-M-O-N, Thomas, whatever. But all of them kind of recount having different experiences that night. So you have Jane Green, who was a little older at that period. She says that she was pulled over to the side of the road, saw this great big light, this object that, you know, stretched from both the right to the left side, and it was just like, you know, that's what she saw. But the interesting one to me was Tom and Melanie's count of this night where both Tom and Melanie kind of, you know, say that they were – Abducted, and it's interesting because according to Tom, he's saying that he woke up on this ship and he saw Melanie. But Melanie doesn't remember seeing Tom, but she does remember being laid out on a table. And then Tom says that she
1: felt something. She felt a familiarity, like she didn't know. Yeah. Who, but she felt the presence of, like, someone she knew or something like that.
0: She had said that she didn't know Tom before all this, really. But then after that, of course, after sharing an experience like that, now she's saying that she kind of essentially feels that he's like a brother to her. But something, and I'm skipping over my notes here, but Tom had said before he got, quote-unquote, abducted that... He heard a voice in his head saying, you need to go home now, which is very creepy. Um, You know, we all say, like, oh, I heard, you know, a voice telling me, you know, but that's really just say you're, like, subconscious. But he's making it seem like literally a voice in his head had told him to go home. And all he felt.
1: But he, he felt compelled to listen ran out of the, I guess he was at the neighbor's or across the street, ran out of the house, and, like, multiple people watched him just run in place. Like, he didn't yeah. go out there.
0: I had that down, and I was like, that is, uh, that is strange. I can't imagine witnessing that, what the explanation for it would be. And, of course, he was a kid at the time. For him to experience that that's so incredibly strange so I just want to get your opinion like as you're hearing several of these people's accounts I mean what were your thoughts do you think it sounds believable do you think it doesn't sound believable what where were you coming from
1: um yeah you know when it first started out I was like I don't know if this is believable but The fact that um, different individuals and different families reported the exact same thing in multiple different areas around this county, um, it's kind of hard to deny. I mean, and one of the things in in doing some research after that they didn't really go into um, for this episode was that they have had sightings in this area, Berkshire County, Um, It's known. So before and after this particular date, um, and there was a lot more reports than they had shown in the episode of people all up and down the area who had experienced something that night, um, which is really crazy.
0: I will say in general with this season of Unsolved Mysteries that it really does seem that they're leaving a lot out every episode seems more so like it's a skeleton and we're not really getting into the meat of everything. This episode, when I first started, I noticed, it was only about 37 minutes long. And considering you're interviewing several people to get their account of a very strange and unexplained situation, I would have felt that they would have wanted to go a little deeper, but they didn't really do that. So there's a lot that was um, left out. But, yeah, I mean... The interesting thing to me, obviously you had all of the people in the episode, them recounting their experiences, but what was interesting to me was the then the radio station saying that they got all these calls, all, as you said, all up and down, and all similar recounts of in what had happened.
1: Too. I believe they said all the way down through, like, northern Connecticut,
0: Yeah, so to have all of those different tales on one single night, I mean, what was going on that night that suddenly, I don't know, whatever is out there decided to just, you know, make themselves known to a bunch of people. Yeah, like, it's crazy. And none of them really say that anything particularly, like, violent happened to them or anything. Not that they remember. (laughs)
1: Well, all of them have have now grown all these years later, and nothing bad has happened, so I'm hoping that this, let's just say, if there was contact made and they were quote-unquote abducted, it was for, like, a nice reason. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's crazy, like... ...of, like, experimenting on them, like, but maybe there was some kind of technology or something we had in our brain that they didn't that they needed to solve an issue i don't know i watched too many i'm so sci-fi i'm not the right person for this episode (laughs) i watched too many movies um but it's funny because your original question tia as i was watching the episode i mean my mind just went to so many theories i you know i'm not like polly i'm not a huge conspiracy theorist but i was like there had to have be been a chemical leak, a military experiment gone wrong, some kind of government cover-up. And I. And then when I got to the end of the episode, I episode, episode I thought, <laughs> you know, that's, those explanations that I'm coming up with in my head are just as crazy as extraterrestrials. Why, yeah. why would that be any different?
0: Well, so the skeptic in me as I'm listening to this wants to say, you guys are all crazy, and I know that's such, like, a loose term, and, you know, I don't mean it really in any sort of way, but you first wa- you first are watching it and you're saying to yourself, this is just unbelievable, how, you know? It sounds a little, um, like, it's not feasible, but as the um, radio DJ said, there were so many people calling in who were all in different locations. So how is it that you had all these people calling in at the same time? You know, they didn't know each other. Their internet wasn't around back then. So it's not like people were tweeting about it. So you just have all these separate incidences all calling into one radio station. But it sucks because they're saying that there's no tape or evidence at that radio station back then. And to me, I find that a little skeptical. Now, I know that the radio DJ said that back then, you know, they didn't store like they store nowadays, but that, on top of the fact that they went and looked at the police record and there was no record of anything unusual happening that night, my conspiracy mind then goes, well, did they cover all that up?
1: Right. I mean... Uh, that went through my mind as well but I just the breadth of which it occurred and the amount of reports in different areas, even if this was an accident a chemical weapon that they were experimenting with or some kind of gas leak the thought of it covering the span of that many miles, that part seems really impossible to me um What's crazy, too, which they don't say in the show, is that this day wound up being marked as a historical event um, at New Mexico's International UFO Museum. So the fact that historians there actually recognized these reports, took them down, and certified them as a historical event is pretty mind-blowing.
0: Well, because it affected so many people. Um, And I even saw on Twitter as I was kind of looking up, you know, people's reactions and all that, people were saying how excited they were that um, the Berkshire UFO case was finally going to be talked about. So people knew about this incident before this episode had even aired, Um, and it certainly is just interesting, the whole thing about it. I noticed that none of the participants necessarily seemed say traumatized or anything. Um, They all seem like they went on to live fairly normal lives, of course, kind of keeping this to themselves, not really telling anyone. Whereas you see in the past, like people who have claimed to have UFO experiences or alien abduction experiences kind of go down about uh, a bad route.
1: Because these were nice aliens to you, okay? (laughs) (laughs) They saved their planet. There is something we had that they needed. They didn't hurt us. It was a very peaceful, you know, I just am trying to they think. Were nice.
0: They were nice. They were nice aliens. <laughs> <laughs> was there any time during the episode that you were listening to their accounts and you kind of thought that maybe any of them were lying?
1: Um. Actually, the opposite. I have one time that I want to talk about that. I- blew my mind was the family in the car. I don't remember any of their names, but um I was Thomas. Yes, so they lost three hours of time when right. they were put back. They were in different seats. So I believe the grandmother who was in the passenger seat was now in the driver's seat. She doesn't even drive, maybe doesn't even have her license. I mean that part that's what blew my mind the most. When there are several people in one place that are saying the same thing, like I just can't see a family being like, let's agree upon that we lost three hours of our lives and reported the same night as everyone else. Like there's just, I don't know. That one I found was like the creepiest. Like they tried to put them back in the car in the order they were, but they messed it up. And just losing a block of time in general you know, just the thought of that, even if it's not an alien abduction, is really scary. It's kinda like when you go under anesthesia and like it's just nothing and then you wake up. It's pretty creepy.
0: Yeah, and I mean, what did any of them gain from say telling this tale, right? Sure, they ended up on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries, but yeah, none I'm of them
1: feature a lot of ridicule, um, especially at that time. Thank God, actually, there wasn't technology or the internet because who knows how something like this would have been dealt with in today's world. But, um, I mean, the nice thing is they did have each other. I can't imagine if I had this experience, whether it was real, induced by drugs or whatever, that I at least had other people to talk to and I wasn't alone. Because I think... That's why a lot of them kind of have this sense of community. They don't seem so traumatized. They probably had the opportunity over the years to really just talk this out, get it off their chest, and like come to terms with it, whatever it may be. Um, you know, So I think that, that having each other for such a massive event like that must have been a real help to the entire situation.
0: And all of the, a lot of them seemed to remain in that town. A lot of them said that they had been there since their childhood. So almost in that sense, I feel like that event almost tied them to there because how do you walk away from that? I, I left the episode.
1: I'm out of there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I left the episode with, with, like, not really knowing how I felt about it. I didn't feel really any way, shape, or form. I don't feel like it swayed me into believing that aliens were real, but it didn't also make me feel like, oh, all of them were lying. I just kind of felt like, well, this is their experience, and if they did experience it, that is crazy, because that is probably the most unsolvable mystery of all, because it's all...
1: Like, disappear in front of you to get beamed up by a light, like, I don't know. I can't wrap my brain around that. I just think yes. that we aren't hardwired <laughs> to understand, like, the breadth of this kind of situation.
0: And they all seem like n- normal people afterwards. So none of them seem any sort of way. It's just this you is going
1: to... I told you it was because they were nice aliens, okay? They were nice They're not shopping, <laughs>
0: <laughs> if they were mean aliens, this would be a totally different freaking episode.
1: Yeah, there's probably mean ones out there, just like humanity has its good and its oh, bad. Yeah. yeah. so, but, yeah, I, I don't know, I, it, I found it hard to be skeptical. I think in the beginning of the episode, I wanted to be. You always want to yeah. be, right? Like, you, you're like, this is crazy, how can I believe this? And, again, I'm going through all these different theories in my head, and then it's just account after account, and they're showing the distances between them. The one woman who was on the highway who said multiple cars had pulled over and seen this big yeah. ball of light. It just seems so crazy. I don't know. It blows my mind. This episode blew my mind. <laughs> I
0: know. I'm also glad, though, that people were still alive for them to speak with because, you know, 1969 was quite a bit away. So it's good that they covered it now, that they spoke with these individuals now. And I think that this is going to be a case that humanity is always going to rack their brain over. Same thing like Roswell, um, it's Berkshire. It's like, what happened that night? And, you know...
1: Can we talk about one of the best tweets I read? Because so so everyone knows yesterday I was just sending Tia a bunch of the funniest memes and tweets I've seen about the show. And one of them was like, 1969, isn't that when we went to the moon? Did we piss someone off? Like, what? (laughs) People, go search Twitter, because people have great imaginations and senses of humor. So, um, But it is true. Like, what, It's weird that that year of all years, and that's when people make contact.
0: It's very str- Oh, wow. I don't know why this just reminded me of it, but do you watch the Apple TV Plus show for all mankind? Have you watched that? It's
1: on my list, but I haven't started it, no.
0: So I watched the first season. It's really good. I don't know why this made me think of it, but they just released a trailer for the second season, and a lot of it is like rewriting history, the moon landing, blah, blah, blah. And in the trailer for the second season, it's like the astronauts have like space guns, and all I'm imagining is that like the aliens were pissed at us back then. They were like, you guys invaded our moon, and so now we're going to come and just pluck you guys and you're going to be confused yeah, the for the rest of, of, life. of your lives.
1: <laughs> I wish that I had the tweet in front of me so I could give this girl proper credit for, for her tweet, but <laughs> it did make me think after that. I was like, yeah, that's a good point.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of those incidents happened back then because as I just mentioned Roswell and then you have the Berkshire on such a large scale I mean you of course hear that in modern day it's not just something that happened back then but it almost feels like big instances like that only happened back then not today and it I, is mysterious
1: also something that that screws me up with I I want to believe this and then yeah. at the same time, how come we haven't heard of another instance like this? And, and in today's world, with our technology and the accessibility of it, it doesn't matter where in the world you are, people would be hearing about it in real time. And I mean, we probably have military planes there in, like, seconds. And so it just, is, I, it's almost like I want it to happen again in a peaceful, happy manner.
0: In a peaceful, happy manner.
1: Okay, up there. Um, But like I think that the idea of it, it just is kind of cool. I'm a big sci-fi nerd. So the thought of aliens is quite fascinating. I I do want to believe that there's other life out there, that we're not alone, and that, you know, hopefully there's races more advanced than us and we are not the first. Or well,
0: I have to say, for,
1: mistakes. You know,
0: I have to say for you and anyone out there who is looking to kind of fall down the rabbit hole of alien conspiracies, one, look at videos of anyone who tries to even get close to Area Fifty One. There are literally people in trucks in the desert ready to shoot you down. So, what are they hiding in Area Fifty One? And also, there was a radio. Oh, God, there was a radio show a couple of decades ago where this one guy called in saying that he used to work at Area 51. He knows the secrets, and he can't spend that long on the radio right now because they're listening in, and he's probably going to get killed for saying this. Freaking wild. Oh, yeah, no, he said all of it. He revealed all these things, like they walk among us, and there are aliens that look like us, and blah, blah, blah. I mean, so wild, so out there. And it's kind of nice that in this episode, everyone was so mild-mannered, but it made it easier for you to believe their story as opposed to being like, okay, these guys are just wild conspiracy theorists.
1: Good point. And I think that's what made the episode so compelling, was that everyone told the story like it was another day. Not like it was another day. Okay, some got abducted. But they told it just like they would be telling any experience to, like, a friend sitting down at dinner. And the things that they said weren't so wildly out of control that it didn't seem plausible. You know, that it was like... A very small, confined explanation, and everyone's kind of near each other, and that's what made it so easy to believe.
0: Yeah, it was definitely easy to digest. Um, Even though, as I said, I walked away still not knowing how I feel about it, I didn't sit there saying that any of them were automatically not telling the truth. You know, I was like, these people really believe this happened to them. And I'm kind of inclined to agree with them, even if I don't know how I stand with the whole alien UFO abduction thing. But I did like I did want to mention really quick. I did like at the end of the episode because they were saying how especially the older woman, Jane Green, was saying how back then they all kept such a secret because it was just civilian reporting and people would think of them as crazy but then they did mention that in modern day you had um, what was it soldiers who were saying that they had seen something odd and they actually had recording and she said you know these are people of importance people listen to them so yeah. I did like that they put in to kind of show like um, the the yeah. conversation hate- keeps going hate- yes yeah. What would you say, I'm sorry?
1: I said it was, like, a level of credibility.
0: Right, and it kind of validated their experience and let them know that now it's okay for them to come forward and tell their stories, and they're not really going to be dealt with the scrutiny that they'd probably have to deal with if they had come out back then and talked
1: about this. Right. Um, something funny that I feel like I should just tell, because why not, so... I think it might have been an old episode of Unsolved Mysteries. If it wasn't, it was a very similar show a long time ago that scared the living daylights out of me. And I remember doing research on it to see what scientists um, and like medical professionals had to say about it afterwards. And one of the explanations was uh, sleep apnea, Sleep paralysis, not sleep apnea. Sleep apnea is when you can't breathe. Um, sleep paralysis, which has actually happened to me once in my life and was super scary. But basically, they say people who have it, um, like, bad, like, they get it on a, a frequent basis. Some of the side effects are hallucinations, seeing, seeing lights, like, colored lights. Um, oh, wow. That could be a possible... Just, I'd like to throw all the explanations I can think of out there, but
0: no, you have to explore the more, say, "quote unquote" practical explanation that could um, be that. I have to say, Pauly has dealt with that a few times, and according to him, it's scary as hell. Um, so I can't imagine. I can, yeah. 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 So, I mean, that would make sense, too, you know, the whole they say they can't move, um, they have all these lights, because none of them actually describe seeing anything, like a person or even a creature. It's more so just the lights and feeling like they can't move and they're just stiff. And I mean, that would be a plausible explanation, because for some people who have it bad, it can last a few minutes, some last some seconds, some it lasts a few minutes. Seconds
1: can feel like like minutes, though. I mean, I remember, you know, the few times that I've experienced it. Um, there have been times where I've tried to scream, and you you can't. Yeah. So in inside and in my head, I'm screaming, but I'm not moving, and nothing's happening. Now, I I didn't see anything. There was no colors or anything weird. It was almost like I was half waking up from a dream, and then like but like stuck like, couldn't get out, yeah. it was, it was very, uh, disturbing, I hope it doesn't happen again.
0: <laughs> that knock on wood has never happened to me, yeah. but I very. hope it never does, because it sounds horrific, but, yeah, I mean, that, oh, there's so many things, like, that could explain this, but then at the same time, it's like, you know, some things, even if you can say, explain it logically, it is what it is. And for me, it comes from one of the things where I can't sit there and say that they're 100% wrong because I am a Catholic, right? And I believe in God, you know, not to be overly religious or anything right now, but it's like, you know, that's something that you can't see and you just believe. So it's similar in that Retrospect, where it's like, I'm not going to say, like, well, you can't see any of that, so automatically it's wrong.
1: What was I just watching recently? Was it Blind Spot? I I was watching a show where someone said, um, you know, the air is made up of particles or these. There's atoms floating around. Can you see them? No. But do we scientifically know they're there? Yes. So. When you put it in that light, and I know taking a leap from that to, say, religion or aliens or whatever it may be, um, seems like a big leap, but is it? All it means is this one thing we know now, and these other things we don't yet, but we may one day, and we, you know, we're always out there looking for answers, and, you know, I don't think we should fault people for believing what they believe in. I think it would be really cool if the whole alien thing happened, personally, um you know as long as they didn't do anything bad to those
0: people. <laughs> as, as long as they're not like the aliens from independence day they're nice aliens they want to hang out with us they're friendly um, all that
1: seen district 9
0: I didn't like district 9 that's a terrible movie <laughs> I, just,
1: I know I just rewatched it recently because Alec and I didn't know what to watch and I my like I was actually kind of heart wrenching because I was like, "This is how we would deal with aliens." That's like,
0: one hundred percent, how we would deal with it. Like, one hundred percent.
1: We're the bad aliens. We're the bad guys. I don't like now, that. You know what that is?
0: That is true. Um, in all those movies that you see where aliens come and like humans automatically open fire, it's like, yeah, no, that's exactly how it would be. Like, I'd aliens fight
1: back. You're firing at them. <laughs> um really quick,
0: so I don't know if you ever watched the Star Trek um, prequel movies that came out, the one with Chris Pine and all that.
1: Oh yeah, baby. Chris
0: Pine. So do you... (laughs) <laughs> so do you remember in it where they said that they're not allowed to go to any planet that's deemed primitive and that they wouldn't be able to deal with, you know, the introduction of, like, say, life forms? Like, And there was even, say, I think in the second one where they did accidentally show themselves to a world and they noticed that, like, their spaceships started getting worshipped or something like that. And Polly goes, what if that's, like... For us, what if we're the primitive ones and aliens purposely don't make contact with us because they see that we war with everything? We are afraid <laughs> of what's like, you know, uh, different than us. I mean, Jesus, people. Are
1: um, they, they watch us and are, for whatever reason, our way of life, um, the violence, uh, everything that's wrong with society. Uh, keeps them away they don't want to deal with the drums they're like
0: they're like these crazy people kill each other for the skin color for religion for gender why would we introduce ourselves and share all of our great technology
1: yeah exactly I, I yeah. like that idea. Polly always has the best ideas.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, we need to be better so the aliens want to actually introduce themselves to us at some point. But, um, Kelly, is there anything else that you'd like to touch upon with this episode or do you feel like we kind of went through everything?
1: I feel like we went through everything. I think what I would be fascinated to see is just... Um, people's reactions to what we had to say. I would love to know, like in the comments on Twitter or wherever people talk to this video, if they even look at it. Um, what <laughs> on their YouTube. take? Was. Yeah, YouTube. I just want to know what people think. Did you believe it? Are you skeptical? Are you uh, on the fence? I, I'm just hearing this conversation, having this discussion, and hearing people's opinions about this and the different theories. I just think is so fascinating because it's one of those things that again. You know,
0: we we don't know, so. We could literally spend probably hours just going through all of the theories, all of the plausible, the unplausible, the not plausible explanations. Um, Yeah, you know what I mean. (laughs) But. This is interesting because, first of all, as I said at the beginning of this show, this is the first non-depressing Unsolved Mysteries episode that we are tackling. There's no death, thankfully, Um, and it's just more so uh, do you believe or do you not believe? And as Kelly said, I want to believe, but nice aliens, all you bad aliens, stay the hell away, stay in space.
1: I have a new theory now, thanks to Polly, that no aliens are chilling with us because we're the freaking bad aliens. Well,
0: as you said, look at District 9. That's exactly what we would do. We would immediately do that because of how we are. I know. Um, And that's like a whole other, like, uh, discussion on human psychology and all of that and why we feel the need. But... We talked about this not too long ago, Pauline and I, like, that we are a warring race. Since day one, we have warred with other people, so if you have an alien species that their whole thing is being completely peaceful, why would they want to interact with us? I mean, look at what we do. We're like, let's invent an object that can destroy our entire world and completely decimate the human race. Let's.
1: I don't know why this blows my mind but it does because I I guess I don't understand how people get to such a resolute point in their mind but the fact that there are groups out there that don't care who you are they hate everyone you're not in the group we hate you we want you to die we're going to blow you up like it's not even about a race or religion I mean a lot of them are but I'm saying there are those terrorist groups out there who just want to destroy and cause destruction and They don't care who it is, if it's a kid, if it's an old person, black, white.
0: Doesn't matter. Uh, It's like uh, Alfred said in The Dark Knight, some men just want to watch the world burn, and aliens are sitting back eating popcorn going, nope, not for us, thanks. (laughs) Not
1: today, humans. Not not today. today.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. But, Kelly, this has been great. I've had a lot of fun just talking about Aliens with you, something more lighthearted than we have been speaking about the past few weeks. It's a good reprieve. Uh, It's a good reprieve, yes. Um, And we have one more episode after this, and then we're going to have to figure out something else to watch and review. Now
1: episodes are being released? Is it, like, next year?
0: No, actually. It's later on this year, so hopefully we don't have that much longer to wait. I'll look it up after all this and let you know, um, and then we can do that on a week-to-week basis back up again. But <laughs> Kelly, before I let you go, tell everyone what you got going on. Um, you just did a review recently, so let everyone know about
1: that. I hate when you ask me what I have going on because I feel like I'm like, uh, cricket, cricket, nothing. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I mean, I have a lot going on, but nothing that would interest the audience. Um, Yes, I did recently do a review on um, How to Sell Drugs Online Fast, Season 2. For whatever reason, a lot of people haven't heard about it. But, um, you know, just like uh, the dark series came out of Germany, this came out of Germany. Um, I think this is such a great, witty, um, and well-put-together story. It's so bingeable, so watch it if you need something to watch. Or don't, it's up to you. But if you want to read my review, it's up on, or it should be up on Geek Vibes, I don't know if it's been published yet. (laughs) Jumping the gun there a little bit.
0: Uh, No, please everyone, make sure you definitely check that out. I love how mellow Kelly is, she's like, you can or you can't. Me, I'm like, you better. Do it, like, subscribe, and all that stuff. Um, but please make sure you check out Kelly. She is so talented and so amazing. So make sure you check her out on all her social media platforms, as well as Geek Vibes Nation. Um, you can find me, of course, on Twitter and Instagram at Tia um, I have a few reviews coming out, a few interviews, so just make sure you check that out. But the most important thing is we want to know what you thought about this episode and what you think about aliens in general. Yes, please. Um, I see those who have commented on YouTube. I see your comments. It's amazing. I'm so happy that we're getting engagement with these, and it's a whole lot of fun for us. It's why we started in the first place. But, yeah, um, we love you all, and I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you, guys.